0: If salvation is all and entirely by grace, and if the righteousness whereby we gain admission to heaven is entirely a gift, then why in the world should we behave ourselves at all? It's not an unfair question, and we're not the first to ask it. Let's look into that very thing together today on Beyond the Notes. You know, there, there probably aren't any really good new questions. Uh, and God's Word, who God in His Word knows humanity better than humanity knows itself, He anticipates a lot of the questions we would ask. And as we discussed on the Lord's Day this week, uh, salvation really is a, a reckoning of Christ's righteousness to the account of a sinner. Uh, such that his final determination of justified is a done deal for all of his people. Now, we are transformed by uh, his love and by the presence of God the Spirit within us, but we're never going to be good enough, long enough to ever play out righteousness to the extent that it would earn our salvation. We just can't get there. But there are some who, who would suppose that if salvation were really all and entirely of grace, and by the way, it is, and our righteousness was all and entirely, that is our, our uh, forensic righteousness, our judgment righteousness before God were all and entirely a gift, then the gate is open to all kinds of, of, of goofy and evil behavior. Well, uh, in a, an argument that, that spans a chapter break, so it might not be easy to see. Sometimes the chapter breaks in our New Testament are in logical places that make perfect sense, and sometimes they, they cut a break right where there really shouldn't be one. So I want to look at the last part of Romans 5 and the first part of Romans 6 to address that very question, if salvation is all that free... Why in the world do the children of God desire to live in a way that pleases him? We can't lose our salvation, and we can't. Romans 5, beginning in verse 18, says, Therefore, as one trespass led to condemnation for all men, that is, the sin of Adam in the Garden of Eden, wrecked. All of mankind's spiritual legacy. So one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men, that is, all who will be saved. You have to we've we've said it on Sunday morning recently several times. You've got to watch these all's for context, because not all of mankind is going to heaven because of what Jesus did. That would be universalism, and that's been a error the church has clearly rejected for all of her all of her centuries. For as by the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners. So by the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. All who are in Adam are condemned. All who come to be in Christ are declared righteous. Now the law came in to increase the trespass, but where sin increased, grace abounded all the more, so that as sin reigned in death, grace also might reign through the righteousness leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, the absolute imputation that is the removal of all guilt before God fully, finally, and forever, right into chapter 6. Which begins with, what shall we say then? Ah, the word of God acknowledges this puts a question in the air. What shall we say? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? There it is. Are we to conduct ourselves in dishonorable and shameful ways? Because after all, grace has us covered. If Paul hadn't asked and answered the question under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, I would almost consider it a foolish question. But it's a grave question. He responds, by no means. That's actually a pretty good translation. The older uh, King James that I grew up with uh, right there says, God forbid, with an exclamation point. But we have to be careful throwing the word God into a Bible translation where it's not there. And and what's here is not the word God or the word forbid. What's actually here in the Greek is is the verb of being, you know, be, is, was in English, the verb of being in the um, imperative, the word being as a command with a very strong particle of negation in front of it. May it never be is perhaps the most literal translation one could have. And so by no means in the ESV is not half bad. It's a, it's a, whoa, no, don't think that at all, that we would continue in sin that grace may abound. How can we who died to sin still live in it? If we have come to faith in Christ, we have joined with him in his death, so that we are living now, Galatians two twenty, we are living the life he has given us. Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Now, this is an interesting use of the word baptized, and it reminds us the word was an everyday word. We build baptistries and Baptist churches, and we've somehow made the word Baptist a very baptized or Baptist a very religious word. The word simply was an everyday word meaning to immerse, to dunk all the way into, to place completely within. So if we let the word be what it is in the sentence, all of us who have been completely placed into Christ Jesus have been completely placed into his death. This is the same truth of the transformed new creature that's in 2 Corinthians 5, 17. We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism in the death. Now, interestingly, Paul is making a play on words, and here he is talking about the ordinance of baptism, I believe. There's some argument, but I I believe he is. He's saying that because you were completely immersed into Christ by the work of the Holy Spirit when you were saved, you were therefore immersed. We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism in the death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. We've got a whole new life. We were dead, we are now alive. We were alienated, we are now connected. We were rebellious, we are now aligned. And if grace is viewed as permission to go on living an untransformed life, then grace has not been encountered. Because in encountering his grace and coming to be the object of his love, we are transformed from the inside out. And while we will still sin and while we will still stumble, we won't love it and we won't love what it does to us and we won't live in park with reference to those sins. We'll desire to please and follow the one who has given us such love and such grace are we to continue in sin that grace may abound may it never be i hope by now you're you're sharing and liking and subscribing to these podcasts here on uh, the mcgregor podcast channel there are so many podcasts that i believe would be worth your while thank you for joining us today on beyond the notes